So the Alta Nevada continues. Yesterday, we spoke about someone who has a derech betachon. They're not concerned. It's like someone with a very big business. And that business is going to take care of them. Their business is going to protect over them. That business is going to be able to handle it even if they don't make a sale a particular day. So the Alter says like this, This is why the Navi, the, the Navi made a double Lashem. Blessed is the man who places his security in Hashem. Everything will come to him without any exertion, without any toil. And he's assured with respect to his physical well-being as well as his spiritual well-being. That they will not deteriorate due to inefficient or incomplete efforts, whichever, which they themselves, those efforts are always fraught with danger and peril. And he never is afraid of misfortune in the world. But what does the end of the Pasuk say? The Iker of the main part of the Pasuk is that Hashem will be his security. We have that to, to rely on. We have Hashem. Ki Hashem hu nitzchi mamela habitachon hu davar nitzchi. Hashem is eternal. And therefore, his betachon and the betachon that you have in him is also eternal. Lo yimotet v'zvato b'shum pam. That'll never be weakened or negated under any circumstances. For when he reaches this level and he's on this path and he has the derech b'tochon, it will not be altered by anything that happens. And even if mighty mountains will crumble and the hills of the world will flatten before them, why will this happen? Because this is chazak mikol chazak. It is stronger than any force that can possibly exist. And he will never change his goal and his efforts just because of something that's going on in the world. The slightest thing will not affect him. There's a famous story told by the, about the altar of Navardak. It's well known that the altar of Navardak had somewhere between 80, 85 yeshivas throughout Europe. And it was well known that the altar used to go from yeshiva to yeshiva. And that was no easy task uh, pre-World War I and during World War I when he was very much involved in that. Uh, the Lithuanians didn't want them. The Russians didn't want them. Uh, everybody was really looking uh, nothing better than to, to kill a Jew. 
And he was actually traveling with the Talmud at the time. The way that they would travel on the train, because Jews were prohibited from buying train tickets, was they'd find a cliff or find a rock or find a, a bridge that the train would go under. And they would jump off that you know, bridge and they'd land on the train and they would stay very, very flat so that nothing will hit them if, in case they go underneath a kind of a tunnel or any other way. And they would kind of shim themselves back until in the complete pitch darkness, they would be able to find the metal ladder and they'd crawl down the ladder and they would go into the cart. Into the, and now they're in the train cars. And what would happen, one, one time what happened, the altar went with a Talmud and they went all the way down the ladder and the Talmud was very careful. He didn't want to look down. He was always afraid to look down when they would do this because you see the wheels sparking underneath you and there's nothing to catch you. If you drop from the ladder, you're going to be run over by the train and all is over. They got into the, to the car and it turns out the car that they had gone into was a car full of Russian officers all sitting around, having a good time, drinking and talking and smoking. And the Talmud's face turned completely, completely white. And the altar turned to him and he says, my Talmud, what's wrong? Are you afraid of these Russian officers? There's nothing they can do to you. So the altar pranced over to one of the officers and said to the officer, hey buddy, you got a light? To which the officer responded, sure. And he lit the altar cigar and the altar sat down in one of the seats and smoked his cigar right there with all the Russian officers. You see, most of us when we're faced with such a situation, the Russians would kill a Jew and smoke a cigarette. It made no difference to them. It was so meisen b'chol yoyim, it was so rugged in their, in their, in their, their terrible midas to kill a Jew, is, it doesn't even mean anything to them. The murder doesn't bother them because in their eyes, the Jews were just, you know, like killing, it's like killing a cockroach. None of us feel bad when we kill a cockroach. But the altar didn't care because he knew that there was nothing the Russian can do to him unless the Rebbeinah Shalom was geyserit. The sudden coming into a cart full of Russian officers was not a fear of the altar because it made no difference if he went into a cart full of Russian officers or just regular people or even all tzaddikim and tamlei chachamim. What's going to happen to him is going to happen to him. And therefore he could be relaxed. He could be calm. He could be collective. He can get his cigar lit and and he can sit down and relax as he travels from one city to the next after sneaking onto the train with his Talmud. How often have we walked into situations where suddenly we were afraid, whether it was Baguf or Bamamoin, and we allowed the fear to overtake us, and allowed us to shut down. What the altar is teaching us here what a person who's called a Baal Betachon, the Betachon is a part of them, it's part of the Neshama. It's not going to bother them. It's irrelevant. The relevance is that Hashem is here. Hashem, if 
He's my security. There's no fear when Hashem is your security. We see videos now of these brave Israeli soldiers. And the stories that I've been hearing is even those that are so far from Torah and mitzvahs, they say there's no atheist in a foxhole. They are coming to the realization that they have zero control. It's not going to be their gun that's going to protect them. It's not going to be their bulletproof vests. It's not going to be their helmets. In the end, they only have Enoid Movadai. They only have the Rabbi Shalom to protect them. And they realize that. And that's why when they walk into battle, they walk into battle with confidence. They walk into battle with, with no fear because they understand that it is Hashem that is taking care of them. It is so hard to bring oneself to that madrega. You're walking into Gaza where every millions of people are just there. All they want to do is kill you and you're going in there to kill them. It's a pachad. But if you remember, blessed is the one, the man that he has betochen in Hashem, then Hashem's going to give you the answer. Hashem's going to be your security. Hashem is going to be there for you. And though most of us that are listening to this are not going into Gaza, we're not walking to the Pesach Gehenim right now. We have smaller situations that to us are big. For those of us living in Florida, how many of us have gotten our raise in our homeowner's insurance? For those of you that don't live in Florida, people's homeowner's insurance has gone up 200%. 200% and it was never as low as it ever was in New York. We're talking about people with insurance policies, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, sometimes thirty thousand dollars more than they were paying, and we get nervous and we get scared, and it's far, 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 far less scary than what the soldiers are dealing with. But for every person, you have your own situation that creates your fear, and Hashem is saying through the Navi. What are you worried about? I'm here. I'm protecting you. I'm here for you. All you have to do is have betochoin in the Rabbi Shalom. You will not have fear. You will not have the anxiety that comes with these changes. You will not have to be up at night worrying because you know that Hashem Yisbarach is going to take care of it. I hope that everyone has a wonderful day.